Can you dig it? In the entertainment capital of the world, it's the T.C. Martin Show. We are seeing a special performance in this first half tonight. The doctor operates here. Well, he has trouble with the spin. to get your daily prescription from the doctor, T.C. Martin. Hey, it was BYOG, bring your own guts. And they brought some guts and some heart, and they never quit. The doctor is now in. And here we go. Yes, it is a wild Wednesday edition, right? Wednesday? Get our days of the week right? I believe so. So terrible Tuesday, and then Wednesday follows that. Wild Wednesday yes, follows that. wild Wednesday. Thunderous Thursday happens after that. Yep. All right, then what? Disco Friday? Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. No, it's Football Friday, as we well know, at the Westgate, right? Glad to have everyone with us. Oh, yes, on a Wednesday edition of the T.C. Martin Show. Glad to have you with us today. All right, we continue talking World Series and the celebration still happening there in Houston. And you know where it's happening right now? Now, we know that we had the parade yesterday, right? Going down State Street, Crawford Street, all that stuff happening there, Texas Avenue. It's still happening on the north side of town at Gallery Furniture. I was going to say, is it happening at Gallery? It's happening at Gallery Furniture. Everything's free, free, free? Free, free, free. Because people are coming in and going crazy asking for their refunds. And you know what Mattress Mac is doing right now? Come on in. Giving refunds. He's giving refunds. He's just, here you go. Here you go. Mattress Mac joins us today. My good friend, Mattress Mac, $75 million richer. But if you think about that, is he really? He won $75 million in bets. Did he say what the total was yes. at, gal- at Gallery? That He did tell me. You it, want to take a guess? Is it now, anywhere? Okay. So let me, let me set the scene okay. before you answer that, okay? okay. So you know, we've talked about it before, but just so people firmly understand his promotion. So Mac has Gallery Furniture Stores throughout Houston. He's got three of them. And his promotion was starting with the baseball season all the way till basically the end of the first round. He said anybody that purchases $3,000 worth of furniture, he will refund their money if the Astros win the World Series. So, of course, you know, people are going to go buy their furniture. You got to spend at least $3,000. So he had some record days, and we had talked about this a couple weeks ago, I think. Record days, including that final Sunday when uh, Framber Valdez came in to get his furniture. And I joked with Mac and said, hey, is Framber going to get a refund? No, 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 not, not players. So with all that being said, so you had the window here, basically April through all the way you know, to the end of September, first part of October here. Um, anyone that bought $3,000 worth of furniture. Astros win the World Series, they get their money refunded. So therefore, Mac is betting to hedge his bets. So if he goes and he wins on the Astros' future bets that he got like an 8-10 and 10 to 1, <clears throat> some of us got 12 to 1, but, you know, some of us got really early. Mac waited until like May. So... That was hedging his bets. That's what people say. Well, is he going to bet on Philadelphia to hedge his bets? No, because this is the hedge for the furniture bet. So just think how much money he could lose if he did not bet on the Astros to win the World Series through the various sports books. He would never do that promotion, but he does like to bet, creates interest, and he's hedging his bets. Very smart promotion. Very smart businessman and then very smart bet because now you're betting up to $10 million, okay, to win $75 million. So your guess now, how much money did people spend on this promotion? I'm going to say... We need a drum roll or anything? No. no. It's, it's going to be a horrible... You think? It's going to be a horrible guy. It's like... I, I thought I might have already said this, but that's okay. Go ahead. Like 17 mil? 17 million? 17? That's a lot of furniture, right? That's a lot of furniture. All right. You want to give yourself the buzzer? You want to play the prices right? Higher, lower, what? <laughs> no, I just I just lose. 
Take another guess. And I'm not going to tell you up or down. No, I'm, hold on. Give another go, guess. Go up or down. No, no, no. No, no. no just tell me. One more guess because I want to see where your mind's at. You see what I'm saying? Like, so something I got to tell you. Okay. Right now. I'll go lower. I'll go like okay. eight then. Eight million. Eight million. Eight million. Okay. You know, there's a lot of people in Houston. You know, yeah. That, right? No, I under, I, there's I, a, I, lot, a lot of furniture to be bought there. Damn. How much money did people spend? A gallery furniture. I feel like I'm, I'm on like the Family Feud. I, got, exactly. I, I, I replay it. Hold on. Do I, just, do, I need, do I need Steve Harvey uh, laugh there or something? Exactly. How much money? Now I'll go to the Richard Dawson, like Scott Spritzer. How much money did the Houston Astros fans spend at gallery furniture with Mattress Mac? That's probably a horrible Richard Dawson. Now we're at Jeopardy. We're in Jeopardy. Oh, okay. Then I got to phrase it with a question. Or you got to phrase it with a question. I phrase it with an answer. Just how much? What is $74,297,284? <laughs> I don't know if you got it right on the spot, but $74 million. Good. So he's, he's only really making a million off exactly. of it? Exactly. But that's still a million. Yeah. Right. Uh, right? He's making a million. He's still making a million. Now... I asked this question to him, and I'll ask him again today, just for our listeners, because these are in just private conversations that, that we've had. Is that um, you? I said to him, I said, Mac, you know, I know how much you love the Astros, but are you actually, I didn't say rooting for them to lose. I didn't say that because we know that's preposterous. But I asked him, is it better for him to. Have the Astros lose because he won't have to refund $74 million. And his answer was no, because of all the goodwill that he's getting yep. right now. Yep. And you can't argue with that. So you're right. So if he didn't hit that bet, but then again, see, he knew what his risk was at $10 million. He knew what the reward was at $75 million. So he could have cut that promotion off at any time. Yep. He could have cut it off earlier. So if he said, you know, okay, you know, I, now I'm upside down, you know, whoa, or I'm about to be upside down, maybe I should cut off a little bit earlier. And he didn't need to go to into the postseason to keep everything going. He could have cut it off. And like you said, to maybe only have 30 or 40 million out there. We say only. 30 only. or $40 million out there. And then that way he could profit, you know, 35. But no, he just let it go because he was selling furniture. And again, you know, the goodwill. But here's what I want to know. How many people are rolling in there with that will, you know, ask for their refund? But how many people are going to say, you know what? I bought my furniture. I'm happy with my mattress. I'm happy with my couch. I'm happy with these recliners. You know, I, you know the Astros won. I'm happy. I don't need... To go in there and ask for a refund. Because really, think about it. From a moral standpoint, you are going to ask for a refund and you're still getting to keep your furniture. No one's ever really talked about that. What do you think? Is that is that right or wrong? From a moral standpoint. I mean, you bought the furniture. You're living you know, in the furniture. You're sitting. You're sleeping. You're doing all that stuff. Correct? Correct. So what gives you the right to go ask for your money back? You're not returning the furniture. I don't know, but I think he... You get to keep your furniture. Yeah. It, it's... No. There, I would never do that. It would be... Would you ask for your money back? No. Really? Yeah. So I so I posed that question to him, too, and I said, well, don't you think some people... He goes, I go, what's the return rate? Return rate, he says, 90 to 95% of the people are going to come get the refund. So everybody's getting it. Free, free, free. You got that right. Exactly. With the Kentucky Derby horn in the background there. Because Max a big horse guy. And then that, what you just played, was part of his Kentucky Derby promotion. Yep. Remember, he had a March Madness promotion, He's, too, with Kansas. He does and, it and all he won. the time. Yeah. And he won. He, he cashed his ticket on Kansas, winner, to hedge off. And then he cashed his ticket with now, the Astros. I'm just wondering if he's going to want to go higher this time. If if he's at one point going to want to break his own record. I don't think he cares about the record. Again, now the record is that he is collecting the 
highest, the, the, the biggest, the biggest payout, the, the biggest payout sports bet history. And again, remember, he didn't make all these bets in Vegas. Remember, years ago, he had to come to Nevada to make these bets. But now, with gambling being legal in what thirty three states, he gets a chance to, you know, to bet at other places as well too. So he's betting Colorado. He's betting Louisiana. He's you know, where he doesn't have to travel as much. But he did place a million dollars here in town. And um, so, yeah, we'll talk to him about that today. So always fun having Mac on the show. Great. And uh, so as promised that we'd have him on afterwards, uh, great stuff. But, yeah, I could, can you imagine today if he's going to talk to us and do this interview from the front desk again? Oh, God, that phone will be blowing up. You'll have people, Mac, we love you. Because if I talked to him earlier today, he was – Actually, sounded like he was in a back office. Yeah, because it was kind of quiet. Kind of quiet. It's like let let's 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 do Mac. Call us from there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Give us that number. We'll yeah. call you. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's something special, but uh, great guy and a great a great humanitarian. Like we've talked about so many times before, and the shelter that he provided for the hurricane victims and numerous hurricanes that rolled through the Houston area, and uh, yeah, he's just he's just a great guy. I think I told you the story, right? When I when I was at, I went to church on Sunday morning, and he likes going to the uh, one of the oldest churches there, and he likes going to the Latin masses. And me personally, it's it. I really don't know Latin, you yeah. Know, but sure enough, saw him at church on Sunday. <laughs> there he was. There he was. And what's funny is the priest was actually talking about him. At the Mass, when he was talking about... So you know the Rally Nuns. You're familiar with the Rally Nuns. Of People course. Are, yeah. Okay, so the Rally Nuns come from this parish, you know, right across the street from the ballpark. And he was saying... The priest was saying, okay, I'd like to thank, uh, you know, Jim McInville uh, again for all he's done, you know, for our parish... And um, we had all these people, you know, coming by and they were passing out rosaries for people that were going into the park. And they actually had red rosaries for the Phillies and orange rosaries for the Astros. And then he goes, you know, we decided that we wanted to uh, say a rosary together uh, before game six. And he said, so I called Mac on that day earlier in the morning because he has a big social media following and said, hey, can you come out here and put the word out and, you know, have some people join us, you know, for a rosary. This was just within hours. So, of course, Mac did it, right? Do you know 400 people showed up for that rosary in a matter of hours? Well, take a guess how many Twitter followers he has right now. I know. I know. I know. 110,000. I know. That's insane. It is. For, yeah. Yeah. Now, again, people say, well, only 400. Well, it's last minute. And how many of those are going to be devout Catholics and and, and that sort of thing? Uh, But, yeah, just pretty, pretty cool everything he does. And, you know, one of the times that I was there uh, going back, what, last year and... Um, I had saw him the the day before, the night before at the game. Then I saw him at church that day, and he was outside writing a check uh, to the to the church because he was getting ready to do um, their big festival and you know rummage sales and all that kind of stuff. And uh, <laughs> and the lady comes up uh, comes up to him and says, "Okay, uh, yes, sir. Uh, you know what's your name?" He goes, "Mattress Mac." <laughs> It's like she she's got to know who he is. I mean, he yeah. belongs to that parish or whatever there. And, and he goes, here you go. He goes, that you know, this and that, blah blah blah. You guys, whatever you need. So how yeah. like how often does he go by Jim? Like I mean, only people in the, in the parish. Only pretty pretty much. Yeah, I was gonna say like people yeah. don't just they're like it's Mac, it's Mac. Yeah. Or I remember I told you so when I set up the dinner with with Dusty to come and meet Mac and all this other kind of stuff. What's the first thing Dusty says to him? Now Dusty hadn't met him before, right? He goes, how you doing, Mattress? We're going to make you a hell of a lot of money. He's Mattress. Yep. Who's Mattress? <laughs> he answers to Mattress. He answers to Mac. He answers to anything. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Just a uh, great guy. So, yeah. So, Mac will join us uh, coming up here pretty soon. All right. So, the breaking news uh, today on the baseball front. We knew it was coming, but we'll make it official now. Dusty Baker extended... By the Houston Astros, Jim Crane, like we said yesterday, they were meeting as we spoke yesterday, and Dusty's coming back. One-year deal. Terms undisclosed, but I can tell you, he is getting a raise, and uh, he's very happy about the bonus 
that he received for winning this World Series. Uh, another incentive uh, laden contract as well, too. But he's very happy. Ham- family's very happy. Uh, Astros are very happy. So it is official. And we knew that Dusty wanted to come back. And so many people you know, thought that, you know, okay, you're going to ride off into the sunset. You're going to go out on top. And I heard a lot of media members, you know, making that prediction. I was like, eh, you guys really don't know Dusty. And, you know, again, I mean, a lot of people don't. But knowing what he's been through, where he's at in his stage of life, I mean, he is busy. He has got so many things going from the wine business to his, you know, solar business and everything else that's going on. And plus, the guy just, you know, would like to have some downtime with his son, Darren, who is in the Washington Nationals minor league, you know, system. And uh, so a lot of people thought, okay, this would be the great time. And even a lot of his closest friends were saying, man, I wish you would just kind of, you know, just take the time. And you heard Dave Stewart say it on the show yesterday, two days ago. You heard Smoke say it. He said, yeah, I I wish he would. But this is what he wants to do because he feels he's got a strong enough team. He's got everything dialed in. You don't have to, like, relocate and move and all that stuff. Okay, he's, he has his place in Houston, got his place back in Sacramento. So it's like, okay, got the routine done. I got a great team. I got a great opportunity to repeat. Hey, let's do it again. And he did say this years ago. It's like, hey, going to win one. He goes, I'd like to try to win two. And like he said, he was, like, apologizing. He goes, well, he goes, I don't want people to call me a liar and just, like, quit now. I, I, I did say that if I was going to win one, I'd go after two. It's like, man, no one's going to call you a liar. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you're, you're all good. Do what you want to do. And what he wants to do is to continue managing. Throw out the number, age 73. Throw it out. He'll be 74 next June. But bottom line is he's having fun what he's doing. He's great at what he's doing. He's in a comfortable situation there. And it just it makes all the sense in the world. It is a grind. Anybody that knows Major League Baseball, it is a grind. And the thing that he hates most is packing. <laughs> packing up, going home, packing up, getting ready for the season. And again, because this season went extra long into basically almost the middle of November, you know, they gotta be back there first part of February. You know. Now, they will get a little bit of a break this year. All the teams will because the World Baseball Classic is happening in March. And that's something that's really starting to pick up some steam. I was really amazed at how many people, when I was back in Houston, were talking about the WBC. And I think that's pretty cool. It, it is. And, you know, especially when you have the countries, you know, the Mexico and Dominican Republic and, you know, Japan, Korea, all these teams, you know, that are involved with this, uh, they take it very seriously. I mean, this is their Super Bowl. Now, for the major leaguers, okay, for those from those native countries, they take it very seriously as well, too. But do the American players take it that serious? Uh, I think they, they're they better now than they were, they were when they first started with this. And, you know, good friend Buck Martinez, who we had on the show a couple weeks ago with the Toronto Blue Jays, former manager of the Blue Jays and longtime broadcaster with the Jays, you know, he managed the very first Team USA, which won it. And um, going back, what, 2008? So the World Baseball Classic is, is cool. It's special. And they're spreading it out, you know, this year, too. So it's, that's going to take place in March. But I almost kind of wish that it was in one of those countries because then people could really see how fired up and crazy, you know, that, they, that these fans get. So... All right, so, yeah, we'll look forward uh, to that. Dusty Baker had a press conference earlier today along with Jim Crane, and they talked uh, about Dusty's extension. And not only that, now the attention turns to keeping free agents like Justin Verlander, what the Astros are going to do here in the offseason. Yeah, I mean, you feel like you're in a position of strength, you know, uh, probably, um, you know, quite a few players now would like to – join us where they might not have liked to join us a couple of years ago you know because a couple of years ago it was it was it was tough to get people to to volunteer to come to to come to Houston but now that things have subsided now that we're the champions and hopefully things um, you know will get back to a normal um, <clears throat> atmosphere around the country and because uh, it's definitely normal here 
you know, I, I, of all the years I've been here, I don't think we've had an off season where, you know, there was maybe three or four uh, pieces where they're free agents, and uh, I don't think we need to make a lot of adjustments. We'll certainly uh, work very hard on, on the key spots that uh, we could use some more depth to add some depth, and we have the resources to do it. So, you know, what's great about this team is the pitching depth so deep, um, you know, and hopefully Birdlander's in that in that list still. But uh, really, not a lot of holes. I mean, you know, um, the team played great. Um, some of the young kids stepped up, played well. Uh, that's what you always like to see. Certainly, Pena was remarkable, um, and I think he'll get better. So uh, we'll move fast, and and we'll try to add a little depth and a little more pop, maybe a bat or two. And you know, we probably got one one uh, free agent in Montero. We'll, we'll work on that and. Uh, we think we can improve the team from this year, so we like our chances moving forward. And again, we had a great year and didn't have a lot of injuries, so um, that was very fortunate. And you know, the pitching was outstanding and you know, timely hitting. So that you know, it, it, you can't write it any better than it, than it came out. All right, there is Jim Crane, the owner of the Houston Astros, and Dusty Baker. That press conference earlier today, where. The topic of the conversation was extending Dusty Baker's. He signs a one-year contract extension, which <clears throat> means, Numchuck, more trips to Houston. Thank God. <laughs> Thank you, Dusty. <laughs> so the free agency thing with Justin Verlander, that's the big one. Are you going to bring Verlander back? Now, Verlander has a team option, or his option, of $25 million. Now, he could decline that. Enter into negotiations with the Astros and see if Jim Crane is going to offer more money. That is the question. Does he go out there and say, okay, I'm a free agent. Let me see what else I can get other teams. My belief is the Verlander would love to stay with the Astros. But if somebody's going to come calling, like the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Mets, and offer 30-35, they'll take it. Because he wants to play for another two or three years. And unlike Tom Brady, you know, and his wife Giselle, the the mess that they're going through, Kate Upton, who many people know who Kate Kate Upton is, right? Of course. All right. So Kate Upton. Huge fan. Say you're... You're a huge fan of Kate Upton, not Justin Verlander. No, she's a huge fan of Justin Verlander. I was talking about you. She's decent, not bad. She's decent. She's decent, not bad. Yeah. It's just an easy eight. An easy eight. Easy eight. Kate's an eight. eight. Kate's an eight. I've seen her up close and personal. Kate's an eight. Okay. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so Verlander uh, has his wife's support, and Kate Upton came out and said, no, I want him to be happy. If he wants to continue playing, then I will support him with that. Like I said, unlike Tom Brady, who's going through the situation he's going through with, with a divorce right now. But... Yeah, so Verlander's a big uh, piece for them that they would like to address, and you heard Jim Crane mention. Jim Crane also mentioned uh, Rafael Montero, the relief pitcher. You know, that's really not that big of a piece. Uh, Montero did not perform that well de- uh, down, down the stretch. Remember, they got Trey Mancini and they got, um, you know, Vasquez, you know, at the trade deadline. Vasquez from Boston and Mancini from Baltimore. They have declined the option on Mancini. But they are open to keeping Vasquez because of the catching situation there with Maldonado. It's if both guys are cool, you probably bring both of them back, and that's good. And there'll be some free agents out there they could look at as well. U- Yuli Gurriel will be 39 years old when the season starts coming up next season, and will they bring him back? Yuli was the AL batting champion last year. He had a down year this year. And again, when they got Mancini, you know, Yuli was like, well, they're going to replace me. They're going to take my job away from me here. So, uh, and then Yuli got hurt in game number five and didn't get a chance to play in game number six. So that's a question mark. But for the most part, the core of their team, they're, they're coming back. You know, you're going to have a healthy Michael Brantley. You've got Jeremy Pena, your MVP from the World Series and the ALCS, Alex Bregman, Jose Altuve. So your infield pretty much is intact. Kyle Tucker, phenomenal. He's back. Chaz McCormick, Jake Myers, who they, who they like, uh, you know, coming up, but Jake Myers was injured. 
So the nucleus is there, and then you talk about that pitching. You've got Garcia, you got Javier, you got McCullers. You know, Verlander is the question mark, and of course, Framber Valdez coming back uh, as well too. So the pieces are there. Like Jim Crane said, they're going to an offseason where you always have to face it every year about replacing talent. And there are a lot of guys that will move on. Hey, I got my World Series ring, you know, boom. uh, Now I'm going to go try to make some money. And for the most part, it doesn't work out well for the player. They leave a team that's championship caliber. It happened to Carlos Correa last year at shortstop. And the Astros didn't balk. They said, you know, we love you, Carlos. We'd love you to have you to stay. We know he wanted to stay, but his agent kept pressing. Hey, you're going to be, you know, get $35 million a season. $40 million is, didn't happen. Went to the Twins. He opted out after a year. Carlos Correa is a free agent again, but he's not going to go back to Houston because they have Jeremy Pena. So you have all of that happening there. And, again, the Astros have a farm system and have had a farm system. We talked about that. You know, with Chris Basio and, and Dave Stewart last couple of days, I mean, how they're just loaded. And they're set. They're set. But it, it, it's good news that Dusty's officially coming back. Uh, Jim Crane wants him back. And Houston is in a good place right now. And, yes, it does seem like people have now kind of squashed the the scandal from 2017. And, and that's gone. It'll still be out there, especially probably with Yankee fans and Dodger fans. They'll continue on with, with that nonsense. But, you know, bottom line is the Astros proved that they've been the best team in baseball for the last six years. I mean, nobody else has been to the championship series in their league the last six years except the Astros, you know, appearing in World Series for the last six years and winning two World Series titles uh, during that time and finishing second last year to the Atlanta Braves. So great season for the Astros. All right, when we come back, We'll talk to Mattress Mac about his $75 million, talk about his place there in history and uh, just everything that he does there in Houston. Always fun visiting with our good friend Mattress Mac. That's coming up next, next hour. We will talk some football as well, too, college and NFL. Brian Salmon will join us, the sports director over at News 3 next hour. We'll talk to him. A whole lot more coming your way here on this Wild Wednesday. The T.C. Martin Show is back. Yes! Yes! What are you doing? It's just a halftime. Yes, this is my favorite part of the game. T.C. Martin. Yes! In the face! The doctor is now in. In. Brown, 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 Bill. Oh, yes. Don't forget, we'll be at the Westgate on a Friday. It's been a while since we've been over there. Huh? Our Friday home. Come on by, see the show live, 2 to 4 p.m. Always good at the world-famous Superbook at the Westgate. Our good friend, Jay Cornegay, John Murray, Marco D'Angelo in the house, and special guest, Jay Schrader, the former quarterback of the Raiders, the Redskins. That's right. He will be uh, joining us, and uh, Jay back in the in the swing of things, so uh, it'll be good to to have Jay uh, back with us. Obviously, a regular during football season, but you know Jay's been coaching high school football uh, here in Las Vegas, so his season just winding down now. So uh, good for good for him, giving back to the community, and also uh, Jay is involved, as you know, with the you know his great charity with the Mustang horses and the veterans and everything. So we're going to talk about that, and the Raiders will be honoring him. As well, too, uh, regarding that. So uh, we'll talk to him about that on Friday. Of course, you know what that means. Our best bets and a whole lot more coming your way as we do each and every Friday afternoon. And uh, great to to be back at our Friday home at the Westgate. I don't foresee any more, as Numbchuck likes to call it, vacations, okay? You know? I only said it was a vacation because, I mean, it really technically was. <laughs> For who? You. Yeah, Vacation? It was a vacation. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just had See, to hold. You had to hold a table for a couple hours. <laughs> sure. <laughs> insane, totally insane. Yeah, vacation. Okay, that's okay. That's you know, I guess people lose their voices like this on vacation, right? Yeah. I mean, people do go on vacation to go yeah. like party, not now, party, but now, like celebrate. I will say this: in the summer, when I go back there, 
that is a vacation because it's it's my vacation time. It's regular season. You know, the schedule is a little bit different, but you know, with playoffs and World Series, it is totally much different. You know, I mean, you got to you're working, man. You know, that's it. All right. All right, let's uh, talk a little bit more about uh, touching the NFL side of things from the Raiders. Uh, The Raiders got a game this weekend against the Indianapolis Colts. As we know, uh, two teams that are really struggling at this point in time right now. And the Raiders coming off that uh, another embarrassing, humiliating loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars where they ended up losing that game by the score of 27 to 20, but were outscored 27 to 3 in the second half. Outscored 27 to 3. The Raiders built up a 17 to nothing lead. That is the third game this season where they blew a at least a 17 point lead. Two games up by 17. One game they were up by 20. And this vacation, if you want to call it that, because a lot of people look at it, say, hey, they're going to be going away for 11 days because they packed up, went to New Orleans early, instead of flying back to Las Vegas in between the Saints game and the um, Jaguars game, they decided to stay in Florida. And that didn't work out so well. Uh, whether that's the blame or not, no, probably not. But you know, you, you do get into a routine where you travel, you come back home, sleep in your, your bed for a majority of the week, and then, you know, you're practicing. But when you go on the road like that in the middle of the season and you're going through that, you know, you're, you're away for 11 straight days. It, it affects certain teams, you know, differently. Um, but anyway, the, the Raiders lost 24 nothing to the Saints, and that, you know, was bad enough. But then when you go back and you face a Jacksonville Jaguars team who you should beat and you're favored to beat. And remember, the Raiders were favored in both those games against the Saints and the Jaguars. And then you get you beat and you lose the way you did in that game. Man, that that's just crushing. So you figure, okay, got shut out against the Saints. Lose 24-0. You're going to be ready to be prepared, have a good week of practices. Don't have to travel, nothing. You're there. You're practicing Braden in Florida. Went down to Jacksonville for the game. Then what happens? You jump out to a lead. You lead 17 to nothing, first half. Thinking, okay, it's all good. And then you quit playing. And here come the Jaguars. Next thing you know, game's tied up. Next thing you know, you're behind, and then you end up losing 27 to 20. Just a horrendous performance by the Raiders in that situation. Just terrible. We'll talk more about this next hour with Brian Salmon, who covers the team, obviously, for News 3 here in town. All right. But right now, let's get to our next guest. And he's a familiar one, uh, not only uh, with me and us here, but uh, just not only America, but the worldwide because uh, cashing his $75 million worth of tickets on the Houston Astros, the one and only pride of Houston, my man, Mattress Mac. Mac, what's going on, brother? TC, how are you, buddy? Great to talk to you. Man, great to talk to you, Mac, and great to see you uh, a lot here during the past three weeks during this playoff run, my friend. I got to say, man, you were a just a ball of sunshine uh, every time I saw you, but you were an exhausted ball of sunshine as well, too, right? Not really exhausted. You know, I have a good temperpedic mattress. I don't have to sleep much. <laughs> there you go. So, Mac, the, the big question mark is what's your sleep number? I don't have a sleep number. I sleep on a temperpedic guy, and I, I sleep great every night. Except when I have to go to Philadelphia because those matches in Philadelphia are almost as horrible as the fans. Oh no, no, no! I know. So Mac, you got to tell everybody because we saw everyone saw the the video that went viral that you got upset, and I said I've never seen Mac that upset before. So tell us what was said to you, or what did some of these Philadelphia Phillies fans do to you for you to react like that and, and get you so upset? Well, first of all, they rained out game one, which I didn't think needed to be rained out. 
I think MLB overreacted to the fact that the Yankees-Cleveland game was a disaster mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. So they ran out game one, which made everybody switch hotel rooms and uh, stay an extra night and all that, which we weren't terribly thrilled with staying in Philadelphia. Then we went to game two, got beat 7 to nothing. Uh, with a $10 million bet on the line to pay $75 million. I wasn't in the most chipper mood walking out. Everything was fine. All the fans there know me because of the uh, my gambling exploits, and they're all hollering me, Mattress Mac, F you. That's okay. Then one of them says, Mattress Mac, those, uh, if every Astro player took off his effing jersey, they'd all have an effing buzzer underneath their jersey, and effing Al Tubia never make the Hall of Fame because he's the biggest effing cheater in Major League Baseball history. And at that time, I decided to use a few Philadelphia words back at him. Wow. So th- that's low. I mean, that is just low life for, again, you know, people talking about what happened, you know, six years ago, five years ago. I mean, that's just stupid. I mean, that's immature. It's juvenile. And again, you know, remember when the, the, the fans were there in games one and two and we saw you taking pictures, not only with Astros fans, but Philadelphia Phillies fans were coming up. And for the most part, they were really cordial. They were really nice. But I don't know what happens. You go back to Philly and you get a, you know a bunch of jackasses like that. Yeah, you know, I was sitting down there right on the uh, row right on top of the Astros dugout, and a lot of uh, season ticket holders were there, and they're all telling me, you know, we're not like that. That's just a few jerks. Don't don't judge us all on that. And the next guy walking by, F you, Mac, F you, Mac. I said, yeah, you're right. You're not all like that. Oh, jeez, that is horrible that you had to go through that. And but. The- but- best part was when Altuve would come off the field, all the people sitting around me be screaming at him, cheater, cheater, F you, Altuve, and all this. He'd look right up at him and cup his ears so I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and, and I say this all the time, Mac, and I'm sure you do too. People who know Jose Altuve, he is the nicest guy in the world. This guy does so much, just like you do, for that community there in Houston with the fundraisers that he has and everything. He's always there taking pictures, giving you know uh, balls to kids. and I mean, he's always out there early with fans. I mean, he really is a gracious guy, and he is one of the, ni- the nicest guys I ever met. Yeah, if you look up classy baseball player in the dictionary, you see his picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and That's d- how the other day, he had a uh, toy drive, and he's gathering all these toys up to send to all the impoverished kids in Venezuela, his hometown. So that's the type of person you're dealing with. Yeah. Jim McAville at Mattress Mac joins us. Mac cashed $675 million in Astros future bets. So uh, how's that mobile app of yours doing, uh, Mac? That's what I want to know. I mean, are there enough digits on there? Did, did, did the app blow up? Because I know, didn't they transfer most of that money via the app? Yeah, so we just, you know, we we do a little magic on the app and uh, call the uh, sports book and they wire the money in. So they're wiring the money in hand over fist and the, we're having a big uh, giveaway party to all the customers are in the mattress promotion, 3000 plus. That starts Sunday and we'll be giving away about uh, 70 plus million dollars in free, free, free furniture to our great customers who believed in the Houston Astros and, you know, Two things happened. Number one, I got very lucky. Number two, the Astros are very, very good. You got that right, my friend. So let's go back to the promotion. We've talked about it before. The fans have spent at least $3,000 during the course of the season. You offered for them to get a refund. But then didn't you also offer like a double your money back, a two-times promotion too? How'd that yeah, work? Yeah, $3,000 plus, $3, plus mainly on Tempur-Pedic mattresses because that's the best product we sell. Mm-hmm. So uh, starting in uh, – I think in the, what was it May and June for a very limited time we ran a promotion that said if you buy a mattress right now and the Astros win the World Series you get two hundred percent of your money back. So uh, quite a few people jumped on that real quick, knowing the Astros have been in the ALCS five times the last six years now, six out of the last six. Mm-hmm. So uh, they jumped on that and they get two hundred percent of their money back in the big giveaway party, which happens this Monday for some of the customers. So talk about the giveaway party now. Now is that is that for those uh, people that it's exclusive, just for those people that that uh, bought the the three thousand dollars worth worth of furniture, and then you get, you provide some food, some drinks, and what, what are we doing here? We got a band. Yeah, What's going well, on? Balloons. We'll have food and drinks. It's exclusive for the people that are in the promotion. They got to show their paperwork when they come in because this is a uh, uh, kind of a members-only event. The people that were smart enough to get in that promotion and and believe in the Astros all year long. So 
we hope to have some Astros players here taking pictures with the fans and, uh, it should be a whole lot of fun. Starts Sunday night at six o'clock. So, and that and that's another ingenious, you know, uh, event. You know, because this way they get to all be together and celebrate and have a party. Because I think a lot of people, Mac, probably think that okay, well, you're going to have just people rolling through the door here for the next couple months, saying, okay, this is, you know, I, I want my refund. But that's not how it goes, right? Yeah, they come to the party and they get the refund. And they get free food. It's a nice sense of community. And, of course, uh, we can put it on our social media and let people know when the next promotion comes up, jump on it. You might be able to get your money back on the furniture free, too. So, you know, this whole promotion is a win-win. The worst thing can happen is the customer gets the mattress they bought. The best thing can happen if the Astros or whatever team wins, you get your uh, mattress and your money back. And that's the, that's the biggest win-win ever in furniture history. And we've seen you do this, again, with other you know, uh, Astros teams in years past. And we've seen you do it with the Kentucky Derby, the March Madness, the foot, Super Bowls, and all that sort of thing. And, again, now you're on a little bit of a streak, my man. I mean, because you went rock chalk Jayhawk for March Madness, and you cashed in there. Now you cash in the Astros. Max on a little streak here. Yeah, you know, it's been been lucky, so hopefully we'll continue it and uh, ha- have a big um, a big finish here. So we're very excited about what we're doing and excited about being part of the great Houston Astro team, which is uh, just a, really a dynasty, if you ask me. And we're going to try to pick some winners in NFL as, as we go forward towards the Super Bowl. Excellent. Uh, now, not all places accept large wagers, as we know, Mac, as far as casinos and sports books. How difficult... Uh, is it for you to find the right places that will take your action? Well, I want to give big kudos to Caesars. They've, they've always stepped up for me. MGM's done a good job. Barstool's done a good job. Uh, Wynn Casino did a good job on this one. And then uh, so there's, there's quite a few of them. Um, uh, Unibet in Iowa did a good job. Uh, Bet Fred. But the, the, the bell cows were really uh, Barstool's, uh, MGM, and Caesars. Mm-hmm. And like I said, so what was the total? About what six or seven different bets that you made all together that yeah, brought the, seven, the ten, bets. seven bets for the ten, $10 million. Turned seventy five. Outstanding. All right, Max. So I got to ask you. So again, you know, we we sat next to each other for for games before. We're in the same park, same thing, that situation, and here we are in game number six. All right, we're going to relive this. As we know, Schwarber hit the the home run in the top of the six, and the Astros find themselves down in game number six. But then the Astros rallied in the bottom of the sixth inning with Maldi uh, getting hit by the pitch, and then Altuve, uh, you know, comes up, uh, hustles down to first base right there in front of you, in front of your seats there, and now. Uh, he's on first. Jeremy Pena singles up the middle. Altuve scoots around a third. It's first and third, and we have this moment here. I want to know what Mattress Max emotion was right after this. Alvarado's 2-1, and Alvarez belts it deep to center. It sends back Fearley. Still going back at the wall. See you later. See you later. A three-run home run for Jordan Alvarez, and the Astros go up 3-1. What a shot. There it is, Mac. All right. Uh, Robert Ford with the call there, along with Steve Sparks on the Astros radio network. What was Mattress Mac doing when that ball landed 450 feet away over the center field wall? We were screaming, hollering, and uh, high-fiving everybody. You know, I knew that the big boy was due to hit one out, and uh, I I certainly didn't uh, predict it, but I knew he could hit it out at any time because he's so big and so strong and so athletic and he, he hit that ball so far it almost landed in the parking lot at Gallery Furniture. <laughs> there you go. And that, that's six miles north of the stadium. It is six miles north, exactly. Oh, what a shot and what a moment. And then, of course, uh, when the final out was done, then it was uh, sheer joy uh, from there. And uh, there it is. The Astros win uh, the World Series, and they get uh, the ring for my guy Dusty Baker. And of course, uh, Matt gets uh, seventy-five million. I got a little bit too, Mac, uh, with my my twelve to one bet, but but not even in the same hemisphere as you. So, but uh, congratulations, and we know that a lot of people were really rooting you on um, everywhere. I mean, even people in Philadelphia were probably uh, rooting you on to a certain degree. So, you know, but uh, those those fans horrible over there, as we know. Shame on them. But uh, how was it? Um, 
Talk about after the game, because I know that we texted back and forth a little bit. I know you were pretty tired that night, but talk about you know your trek after the game. How many selfies do you think you took with people after game six? Probably about 3,000. Jeez, that's right. I, it, took, it took me three hours to get out of there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know. I know he goes, oh. You know, that's a good thing. People say, why do you take pictures with them? Because these are my people. Yes. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a moment in time and the moment's gone. And on that one moment, they will judge me for the rest of their life. If I'm an asshole, then I'm an asshole. If I'm you know, smiling and happy and good, to, uh, glad to see him as I am, then then I'll be okay and be a, a lifetime memory they can cherish. So that's the idea. It's 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 uh, uh, a picture's worth a thousand words, but an experience is worth a thousand pictures. Hey, that's great, Mac. And you know, I want to go back to what you and I had talked about. I think it was you know after you know game two, and you know I said, well, you got ten million dollars you know, out on the line here, but, you know, and I asked you how much money would you have to refund to people with the first, I think you said like around 74 million. I go, well, actually, I mean, financially, it would be really good for you if the Astros lost and and, and tell people what your answer is to that. That'd be horrendous because the whole idea is to make the town happy to make, uh, help the Astros win because I'm, I'm a uh, unabashed Astro fan all the way. And, uh, it's so good for the health and the vitality of the city. Astros are one thing to bring us all together, no matter what race, color, creed, political party we are. And uh, God bless the Houston Astros. Who else could draw two to three million people to the parade on the Monday after they won the uh, uh, the World Series on Saturday? The parade was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to talk about. Talk a little bit about the parade. And uh, I know you were there. You're in the parade. Uh, talk, talk about that experience for people that get a chance to see it. Because, you know, Matt, it wasn't broadcast nationally. It was just broadcast on local uh, Houston television. And then you had to have YouTube uh, to actually find it. But uh, just talk about your experience and role in the parade. You know, I was on, I was on uh, one of the uh, floats with a couple of the guys and uh, uh, Reggie Jackson was on there with me. He's an Astro advisor. Yeah. It was great. The crowd was wonderful, and it just couldn't have been better. So the uh, the parade was well executed by the city of Houston and the Astros, and uh, I have nothing but admiration for Jim Crane, Dusty, uh, the front office, and, of course, all the Astros staff and players. They are a class organization from top to bottom. Absolutely correct. Mattress Mac joins us here. And, Mac, it was a great game on game six, uh, the finish, but the beginning was pretty special, too, where you got to throw out the ceremonial first pitch. And we were talking about it last week when, uh, you know, uh, Numchuck here brought it up and we all voted. They wanted to get this petition going to get Mattress Mac to throw out the ceremonial first pitch. It was just amazing, the numbers, uh, how that thing just grew and grew and grew. Tell us the story about how that all came to fruition, and then uh, talk a little bit about the first pitch itself. Yeah, some guy started the petition, which uh, was rather embarrassing for me to throw out the first pitch. I was honored to do it, and I got some advice from my friend Craig Biggio. He said, throw it high, it'll always come down. I was nervous as hell walking out there thinking I'm going to plant it in the ground. But I threw it high, it came down. It wasn't a strike, but... uh, Lance McCullers caught it, and all all is well that ends well. It ended well. No, you were fine, man. I, I loved it. I mean, you got out there, you didn't look nervous, and you let it fly, and uh, that was good. And that's a you know because I've got a chance to do that on a couple of occasions, and I, they always say don't hit the ground, don't hit the ground, and yeah, it's it, it's nerve wracking. So I mean, for a game six of a World Series. For you to go out there and do that, I could I could tell you. I know how nerve-wracking that that could be, man, but congratulations to you. I mean, again, and the, and the crowd gave you a standing ovation. They went crazy. It was great, Mac. You, you, you did a fantastic job. Thank you. I, I ain't no Justin Verlander. <laughs> I ain't no Framber Valdez, but for a 71-year-old, I did all right. You did, man. I mean, you might have thrown the ball faster than Charlie Huff back in the day with his knuckleballer. You remember Charlie Huff, right? Yes, sir. There you go. All right, best moment for you, Mac, this entire season? Best moment. There's a lot. Boy, I, know. That is, I know. That is one hell of a good question. Best moment. It could be several. Alvarez hitting a three-run home run against Mariners. Walk off. Yeah. Alvarez three-run home run. Yeah. How about for you personally, though? 
against Philly. How about for you personally? And I know you were excited and you know, all that stuff, but 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 you, you know my my whole thing is uh you know, that night we had dinner with Dusty was incredible and uh, that's all thanks to you. Uh, watching my boy Alex Bregman get better as the season went along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Playing with such such heart and such intensity was a absolute pleasure pleasure. Seeing Primer Valdez come out here buy furniture at nine thirty at night. We said what time you want to deliver it. He said, I'm gonna go pick it up. Watching him pick up that furniture, jumping in the truck with that rest of the warehouse guys loading the furniture himself. Incredible. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, congratulations, Mac, uh, not only on uh, winning the money, the $75 million, and I know you're going to you know, put that to, to good cause, as you always do. He has is, he is meant so much to that Houston community. We've talked about you know, helping hurricane victims in the past, and again, people coming up to Mac, I mean, just unabated. He doesn't want the attention. He doesn't want it, and again, but it's, uh, I want to give you the attention, and I think a lot of other people do as well, too, because they want to praise you, man, for what you do. And I know you're not a guy that needs pats on the back, but uh, you're, you're a tremendous human being. You're a tremendous supporter of the Astros. I know that they love you for it as well, too. But uh, it's always fun having you on, my friend. And like I said, uh, let's roll around to some some college basketball and everything else, Super Bowls, all that stuff. And guess what? You know, hey, Astros going to do it again next year, right? Hey, man, they got, they got, they got a great shot. Final four in Houston this yes. year, 2023, should be an exciting year. And Thank you, TC, for all you do, and uh, thanks to the Houston Astros for uh, playing so well and thrilling so many people in this town. You got it, Mac. And my next time I see you, we'll probably will if you uh, come to Vegas to, to to cash your money or have a good time. You come to Vegas uh, so I could treat you the way you treat me, and then uh, I will be there for the Final Four in Houston. So we'll we'll definitely see each other real soon. Final Four is going to be fun. Y'all have a great day. Thanks for calling. You got it, brother. Thank you. There he is, Mattress Mac. One. Of a kind, no doubt about it. All right. Uh, that interview will up, uh, be up on the website a little bit later on. But great stuff with my friend Mattress Mac uh, recanting the great moments of this run. Not, it doesn't matter. If you're not an Astros fan, not really even a baseball fan, just to listen to that. I mean, a guy putting up $10 million to win seventy five, refunding $74 million Worth of furniture, humanitarian extraordinaire. He's one of the best. Proud to call him my friend. We come back next hour. We talk some football, more guests lined up. Don't you dare go anywhere. It is definitely a wild Wednesday on the TC Martin Show. <laughs> 